Hey guys, I'm just going to do a quick little episode here for the different races for vanilla so that when I'm doing my class talk, I don't have to explain which races are best for each class. I'm just going to do that all in this quick little video. So we'll start with the alliance and we'll start with purely aesthetics, which obviously is completely my opinion. So if you don't agree, that's fine. Uh, I would rate uh, from top to bottom the alliance races in terms of the feel and looks for me personally i like gnomes then dwarves then night elves and at the very very bottom for me is humans and that's a very much personal opinion because i hate playing humans in all fantasy games because i just figure hey if i can play anything i can play like demons i can play orcs i can play warhammer like skaven uh, if we're going different universes, the last thing I want to play is humans. So for me, humans are at the very bottom. Now, in terms of actual racials, uh, it varies greatly. So I'm going to go over each of the races in detail with the racials. So dwarves and gnomes share a starting zone in Dune Moreau. Dwarves get a uh, stone form which is an active ability that you can use. It has a three minute cooldown and it lasts eight seconds. And while it's active, you grant immunity to bleed, poison, and disease. In addition, you gain 10% armor. Now, you can also use this while those effects are on you, and it can actually break blind from rogues, uh, which is extremely powerful. This is one of the best racials. Uh, it makes you very strong against uh, feral druids or anything that doesn't bleed, like rupture from rogues, uh, deep wound, or rend from warriors. Uh, poisons, obviously crippling poison and blind being the biggest ones. Disease, those are mostly in PvE, so that's sort of useful when you're leveling. So, stone form for dwarves, very, very good. Gun specialization, they get five skill points in guns. Now, skill points for ranged weapons are a lot worse than skill points for melee weapons. So if something says plus five to swords and plus five to guns, those are not the same thing. Plus five to swords, uh, on top of giving you the same... Yeah, it gives you hit chance, just like guns will give you but it also decreases your chance for glancing blows, which I'm not going to go into detail now uh, because it's a, it's a very long topic. But suffice it to say that when you're fighting mobs that are higher than your level, uh, for example, raid bosses, uh, glancing blows are a very big deal. And you can only get glancing blows from melee weapons. So when we cover... Um, when we cover like plus swords and plus axes, keep that in mind that that's much bigger than plus five gun skill. So don't think that you have to roll uh, a, a dwarf hunter just because they get gun skills. I mean, you kind of do, as you'll see later on, but don't think you have to. Uh, frost resistance, they get 10 frost resist, and they get the active uh, tracking find treasure which is pretty much worthless. Yeah, you can use it to find like treasure chests, but it'll also show up like food containers, water containers. 
Like, I never use it. It's more annoying than helpful. So that's dwarves. Uh, gnomes, they get escape artist, uh, which is a another active ability. Uh, it's a one-second cast time with a one-minute cooldown, and it escapes the effects of any immobilization or movement speed reduction effect. So that includes roots, like entangling roots, and slows, like hamstring concussive shot. So this is another extremely strong racial. The only movement impairing effect that it can't break is daze. You can't use it on daze, but on everything else, you can use it. And trust me, there's some really powerful things, both in PvE and especially in PvP, that you can break with Escape Artist. So that's very, very strong. Gnomes also get 5% increased intelligence. Um which is obviously useful for every class that uses mana. Uh, also, if you're a spellcaster, you gain a small amount of crit chance uh, for your spells with increased intelligence. So that's just a nice racial. Not a huge deal, but it does help. They get 10 arcane resistance. That's pretty weak. There's very little arcane. It's only going to help versus things like counterspell and moonfire. Not super useful. Uh, engineering skill, they get 15 engineering skill, which all of those, like, plus to herbalism, plus to engineering, they're just nice. They're not, you wouldn't pick a class just because of that, but they're just a nice perk. And we move on to humans. Um, they get 10% increased reputation for everything. Now, that is a very, very nice racial. Um, only for PvE. Uh, except for the uh, battleground reputations like Warsong Gulch, Arafia Basin, and Ultrak Valley. But um, it can help with those. So 10% increased uh, reputation is just a great uh, racial. They get 5% increased spirit. Um, very bad except for priests. And then they also get uh, Mace Specialization and Sword Specialization. So they get plus 5 weapon skill with Maces, uh, both 1 and 2-handed, and Swords, 1 and 2-handed. So that's the big one. If you're going a PvE-focused uh, Sword class, so or Mace class, so Warriors, Paladins, uh, the retribution variety or rogues that want to focus primarily on pve in order to do the most damage you will definitely want to roll human um and then they also get perception which is their active ability and it's a 20 second uh duration three minute cooldown like massive buff to your stuff detection like i'm talking you can see some uh rogues and druids from like 20 yards away you can see them from really far with perception if they don't have very good stealth. Um, and then we got night elves, so they get their active is shadow meld. Uh, it lets them stealth. It has a two-minute cooldown. Uh, no, sorry, that's way later. It has a ten-second cooldown. I'm tripping. And uh, you can stealth, but you can't move. Um, and then if you're a rogue or a druid, it also gives you plus one level in your stealth. So it's as if you're one level higher than you actually are. Uh, 
So if you're level 55, you would have the level you would have the stealth of a level 56 rogue or druid. Um, but all the other classes can go into stealth while standing still. So like priests and hunters and warriors. So a lot of people really like shadow meld. It's not a great racial, but I mean, so many people roll night elves. Um, then they also get a plus 1% dodge chance. Um, so that's kind of nice. Some people roll a night elf tank just for that reason, which I don't agree with, but you know, some people do it. Why not? Uh, they also get wisps, so they transform into a wisp when they die, so you can run back to your corpse quicker. Uh, I guess it's kind of helpful. And they get 10 nature resistance. So, also kind of helpful, but only really against druids. It's not super helpful. Um, so if we're talking, if we're talking PVE spellcasters, if you can roll a gnome, it's best to go gnome. If we're talking PVE physical damage dealers that use mace or swords, uh, human is the preferred option. Uh, humans also get the reputation, so some people really like that. Now, if we're talking PvP, the only two good races for PvP are gnomes and dwarves. Um, I know right now people are like, what about night elves? It's not a PvP racial-based class. Shadow Meld is not better than stone form. Even if you want to be a hunter that aims shots out of stealth in the Warsong Gulch flag room, it's not better than being able to break blind and get crippling poison off of you while a rogue is attacking you, or getting rid of Viper Sting if another hunter is trying to drain your mana. Um, trust me. If And especially for gnomes, if you can roll a gnome, um, even for warriors, uh, escape artist is your best bet. You definitely want to roll a gnome if you're focused on PvP. Stoneform and escape artist are the best PvP racials. I'm personally, my first character on the classic server when it comes out will be a gnome warrior. And I don't, I don't care if people are like, wow, that, you're going to look stupid. Like, I don't care. I want the good racials. I'm going to be focused on PvP and PvE. Um, but I want the good racial. So that's the alliance taken care of. Um, also, since I did the Warlock video, obviously, if you were trying to min-max, you would roll a, um, a gnome warlock, not a human warlock, because you get the increased intelligence and you get the better racial in escape artist um, now for priests it's a little different because priests get priest only abilities so for night elves they get star shards which is um, really bad some people really like it for some reason but star shards are terrible um, dwarves get fear ward which is a Alright, so I'll explain what star shards are. It's a channeled ability that, like, these stars fall from the sky and it does damage. It's like a damage ability. It's really terrible. Um, 
you would only roll a Night Elf Priest if you wanted to roll a Night Elf Priest. You're not doing it for racials at that point. Um, dwarves get Fear Ward. It's extremely powerful. 30 second cooldown, 10 minute duration. It makes you immune to the next fear uh, effect, and you can put it on other people. So you can put it on tanks so they don't have to stance dance. You can put it on yourself. You can put it on whoever you want. It's amazing, and it's why most priests roll dwarf, because it's such a great... Especially PvP priests would always roll dwarf. And then humans get... Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a... It heals you for a bunch. It's like a self-heal. It's like an emergency button um, that you can use to heal yourself. Uh, not completely useless, but nowhere near as good as Fear Ward. So that's that's the alliance taken care of. Now, for the Horde, in terms of aesthetics and what I personally like the most, I've ranked them as Troll, then Torn, then Undead, and then Orc. In terms of what I like the most. I like the trolls the most. Then Torn. Then Undead. And finally Orc at the bottom. I never roll Orc. Um, I just don't like how they look. So sue me. But for the racials. Orcs get Blood Fury. Uh, which is a very strong racial. Increased base melee attack power by 25% for 15 seconds. And it reduces healing effects on you by 50%. For 25 seconds. 2 minute cooldown. So it's a pretty low cooldown. Um, the minus the mortal strike effect basically on yourself is brutal, but if you're not gonna need the healing, um, what's the difference? It just makes you hit much harder. So it's a cool DPS cooldown in PVE, and in PVP it can help you set up some nasty burst. Um, as long as you don't need heals, should be fine. But obviously it's only for melee characters, so. It doesn't do anything if you roll an Orc Spellcaster. Then they also get uh, Hardiness, which is why most people roll Orc for PvP if they choose to. It's a, You get a 25% chance to resist stun effects, um, which nobody else gets. That's the only stun resist in the game, besides like niche. Um, I think there's like some niche trinkets maybe, or maybe like a set effect. But it's very, it's very, very rare to see chance to resist stun. Um, so orcs get plus 25%, which is crazy strong. Then they also get 5% um, increased damage from warlock and hunter pets. Very minimal, but some people do like to roll uh, warlock pets uh, or hunter pets. Or, sorry, warlock or hunter for the increased pet damage. And then they get Axe Specialization, so they get plus 5 weapon skill to Axis and 2-handed Axis. So that would be for Warriors and Shamans. Um, Torns, they get Warstomp, stun up to 5 enemies within 8 yards, so it's an AoE stun around you, active ability, for 2 seconds on a 2-minute cooldown. Very, very strong. Uh, it's one of the best racials. It's an emergency stun. It gives a stun to some classes that don't normally have a lot of stuns. Uh, it's very useful for druids. Extremely useful for shamans, because shamans don't have any stuns. Um, hunters don't really have stuns. 
except for Intimidation if you're Beastmastery. So they get a stun if they have a melee on top of them to try and start kiting again. Uh, they also get... Torrents also get 5% increased health. So that's really nice um, for tanking just... Basically, any anybody can use 5% more health. That's just a powerful uh, racial. They get plus 15 herbalism. Um, again, not very useful, but... I mean, if you are going an herbalist, it helps. Definitely helps you make sure you don't fall behind. And they get 10 nature resistance. Um, trolls, they get berserking. It increases your casting and attack speed by 10 to 25%, depending on how much health you're missing. So if you're full health, you only get 10. If you're very, very low, you'll get up to 25% increased casting and attack speed. Uh, it lasts 10 seconds with a free minute cooldown. Um, it's pretty strong. Uh, it's not. It might not be quite as strong as you think, because it's very hard to top yourself back off. If you're low enough to get off a really nice berserking, um, I mean it's possible if you maybe you get a, a health pot and a health stone off, or you like pop berserking and then your friend heals you, or if you're playing a priest maybe you heal yourself. But it's not it's not super great. Uh, it sounds better than it normally ends up being. They get uh, increased health regeneration rate by 10%, and they can re regen 10% of their health. So, or sorry, they get 10% of their health regeneration is active while in combat. It's not very good. <laughs> uh, your health regen is normally not very high, so 10% of not very much is very little, and it just helps a little bit when you're leveling, basically. You're not going to notice it. Uh, they get Beast Sling, so they get 5% more damage versus Beasts. Eh, I guess that helps a little bit versus, while leveling. And they get Throwing slash Bow Weapon Skills increased by 5%. Nearly useless, same as the guns. It just gives you a little bit of hit chance. Don't roll a Hunter, a Troll Hunter just because of that. Um... Only do it if you really want to play a troll hunter, which I wouldn't blame you for, because trolls are my favorite race. And then we get to the granddaddy of them all. We get to the undead. Probably 50% of the horde on your server will be undead. They get Will the Forsaken. Uh, it's an active ability. It provides immunity to charm, fear, and sleep for 5 seconds after it gets nerfed. Before it gets nerfed, it's 30 seconds of immunity to charm, fear, and sleep. Now, I'm assuming that won't be in, but if it is in, it's going to be miserable for priests and warlocks on the Alliance until that gets nerfed down to 5 seconds. Because um, it's already really strong at 5 seconds. And it's downright broken at 30. And it only has a 2-minute cooldown. So... That's that's the big reason why most people roll Undead, if they're interested in PvP. Also, Undead is a cool-looking race. Most people like how they look, so that's another part of it. Um, cannibalize. Uh, it's an active ability. You regen 35% of your total health 
7% every two seconds for 10 seconds. Uh, and it only works on humanoids or undead corpses. And you can't move, and if you take damage, it'll break. So it's basically like a, a bandage that you can use. So that's really useful if you have a CC in PvP. You can CC someone and eat uh, a corpse um, instead of bandaging. And it might heal you more, depending how good your bandages are. And then they get underwater breathing, so they can br they can underwater breathe for 300% longer than normal. So, if you're stupid and you find yourself drowning a lot, you should roll on death so you don't drown as much. And then they also get 10 shadow resistance, which is helpful versus warlocks and priests. So, for... Um, for PvE, uh, if you're playing a caster, if you're going for min-max, you would go, and you can, you would go troll. Because that's the only racial that'll help you do damage in a PvE setting, in berserking. Because Blood Fury will not help you. Um, same thing if you're playing a hunter, because Blood Fury only affects base melee attack power it does not help with your ranged attack power um if you're playing a tank most people go torn for the health um obviously you don't have to it's only five percent but it does help a little bit uh if you're melee and you use axis uh you would go an orc so if you're going a DPS warrior or rogue, that sorry, not rogue, uh, or shaman that plans on using Axis, you would go with Orc. And for PvP, uh, most people swear by Undead. Uh, Torn and Orc are both good for different things. Orc for the chance to resist stuns and Blood Fury. Whereas Torin get War Stomp plus more HP. So, lots of great options. Um, if you're playing a Priest, uh, Trolls get Shadow Guard, which uh, it's like Lightning Shield from Shamans, but for, uh, sh uh, for Shadow. It's a, when a spell, melee or ranged attack hits a target, the attacker will be struck for shadow damage and that can actually proc um, blackout in the shadow tree which is the two second stun so that's pretty useful if someone attacks you they have a chance to get stunned if you're a shadow priest or you have blackout and they also get hex of weakness which is when you're struck um, sorry it's a debuff that you put on the target which reduces the damage they uh, deal by a set number, like uh, Curse of Weakness from Warlocks, and also reduces the effectiveness of any healing by 20%. So like a mini mortal strike. So that's kind of useful. Trolls, okay, uh, but most people choose to roll Undead, especially if they're playing a Shadow Priest, um, because Undead get Devouring Plague, which is a disease, three minute cooldown, that causes shadow damage over 24 seconds and whatever damage it deals, it also heals you for. So, and it costs a 
boatload of mana. It costs a ridiculous amount of mana. But it's very powerful, especially if you're a Shadow Priest. Because um, it gets buffed by all your shadow damage. And it'll heal you and deal damage. And it's just very good. Uh, and they also get Touch of Weakness, which is a, a buff that they put on themselves. And then the next melee attack that strikes them will cause damage and reduce the damage caused by the attacker similar to the hex of weakness and that can also because they deal shadow damage also proc blackout so someone might hit you and then uh, they might stun themselves which is cool also one addendum that i might wanted to make for the alliance uh, dwarves also get desperate prayer which is what the self-heal ability is that humans get so dwarves and humans both share that and then uh, humans get feedback which is pretty terrible. <laughs> it's a three minute cooldown. They become surrounded with anti-magic energy. Spellcast against the priest will burn mana. Uh, and cause shatter damage for each point of mana burned. It's really bad. Um, most people don't roll a priest for that reason. They roll it for... Um, if they roll a human priest, either because they like playing humans, or they they want the the spirit for like late game, um, when you have the uh, free piece um, tier two set bonus, which allows fifteen percent of your mana regen to continue while casting, and they also get uh, the talent. That does the same thing. 15% of your mana regen will continue while casting. So basically they get a bunch of spirit and the 5% bonus spirit. And they get a bunch more mana during the course of a fight. Um, but that was back to the alliance for a second. So those are the racials. Um, very unlikely to change. I don't see what Blizzard could possibly do to change these. Um, unless they completely break the game and add, you know, Drain Eye and Blood Elves or, God forbid, Pandas, in which case everything is, is up in the air. But I don't think they're going to do anything like that. It's very likely we'll see these racials be exactly as I described them. Um, it's up to you whether you think um, rolling a certain race for the racials is worth it or whether you just... You know, you got to play that Night Elf Hunter. It's tradition. You've been doing it for 10 years. Um, you got to live up to the Huntard name. So if you got to and you don't want to roll a dwarf for the better racials, hey, man, that's that's totally up to you. But at least now uh, I've explained everything. So uh, when I come out with my class uh, guides, well, not really guides, when I do my class discussions, you don't have to ask, like, hey, What's the best racial uh, for this class? You can just listen back to this video and it should be pretty apparent. If I didn't outright come out and say which one is the best, it should be easy to deduce for yourself if you're, that's something you're interested in. So, yeah, thanks for listening and have a good one.